0: So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds?
1: <laughs> 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 fuck your a <car. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> moped. I don't know, like, touch the fly, was it moving? Like, no, nah, feel pretty locked up. Sounds like the
0: fuck, dude. Oh, boy. <laughs> 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 you fucking fool. Yo, yo, yo. What is going on? What is up, Moped Monday Podcast listeners? It is the podcast, and we're back, and we're here, and we're live, and we're not missing it like last week. (laughs) Uh, Sorry about that. Uh, This week is episode 150. It was supposed to be last week, and I was really stoked because I was going to have Peter from The Ghost Riders, which is like one of my top five reasons for riding mopeds on... And I got stuck in a crazy like spiral at work. So we're back this week and we got Shane Johnson on the phone already. Say what's up, man. What's
1: going on, man? Yeah. That uh, that ring a ding ring a ding a ding That's gonna be stuck in my head all night now.
0: Ring a ding 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 ding. Dude, I got the ring dinger in the other room. There's actually like a bunch of people like here right now. Like uh, one of the Lady Kings is having a birthday tonight, so like we're grilling at the house, and they got a bonfire in the backyard. And uh, hell yeah, Conan from uh, Manic Mopeds and Smog Squad rode up. He's in, he's in the kitchen chilling. Like, nice. We got a couple a uh, couple of our new people. We got some new riders in Richmond, which has been interesting to say the least. Because like, you know, you get through those droughts where there's just like no one new in your area, and you're like, man, oh like, yeah, we, we've been selling bikes to like randos, but like, we can't get the randos to come like hang out and just recently we got two new ones who just been like popping up showing showing out like you know coming on a ride like in the group chat asking for help we're like all right cool I like this We'll 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 see how it goes (sighs) but what's going on man
1: oh yeah man it's always nice to uh, have a little new blood little fresh action moving into the group yeah so uh,
0: you want to introduce yourself and tell everyone where you're from
1: yeah absolutely uh my name is Shane Johnson. I live in Wisconsin. I realize that rhymes, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, been into mopeds, I guess, for, I don't know, over a decade at this point. So never uh, thought I would end up here, but um, you know, I kind of I, I kind of explained it to people, like kind of just Alice falling down into the hole, you know, and here I am. So,
0: Yeah, it's one of those weird hobbies that no one would ever, like, think that they would fall into.
1: Fuck no. I had like a crotch rocket. And then my neighbor next door, uh, Tim, who I rent with all the time. And it's like my buddy that, you know, we were always talking about multi- but, uh, he had a one Oh three. And then, so it began, you know, just, uh, I was like, at first I was like, okay, cool. Moped dude. And then I just started, I finally found a pair of my own and, and, uh, we've been trying to one up each other ever since. So. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. A little, little yeah. friendly,
0: uh, competition never hurt anyone, you know?
1: Oh yeah, we got the Motivacane or Motobacon versus Fujo uh, battle over here.
0: Oh, dude, so, the yeah. king of the fringe game, dude. Who's gonna win? Who's gonna take the reign?
1: I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> We're gonna battle it out this uh, this next weekend. Once again, he uh, was able to move his stuff around and make it. So I'm excited to uh, whoop his ass next weekend. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. So let's 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 do it a little differently. Instead of like going back and how you got into heads let's start with the current shit and then we'll go back. So, okay. this year you're le- kind of helping lead up the, the Midwest Moped GP.
1: Yeah, kind of just uh, uh, filling in. Um, Travis and Tyler had a bunch of stuff on their plate this year, and they did uh, Baker's Dozen, and then they're putting together like a little dirt event. And, and, um, and so I decided to try to step in and help. I wanted to keep it going and, and put on Moped GP Midwest mm-hmm. uh, out here, uh, about six hours south in Del Mar, Iowa um probably the third or fourth time i think we've been down to that track um, tyler and travis have been putting it on
0: that's a good spot though like i was like pretty like
1: yeah yeah so uh yeah they've been putting it on and and uh, just kind of stepping in and helping out and try to keep it going um this year
0: has it been like so. pretty smooth since like a lot of the stuff's probably been in place you know for a couple of years or have you been dealing oh, with some headaches a little bumpy road along <laughs> the way
1: Hands down, uh, Travis has been you know a huge help in Tyler, too. like they set the roadwork for everything. So I all I had to really do was step in and and then write some fancy pants rules to keep the insurance people happy so we can keep <laughs> it going. That's kind of the battle with the moped Racing is and why I'm trying to keep it alive so much is yeah uh, liability, like- you know, yeah we're going to these car tracks and a bunch of those dudes just got a bunch of money and they don't give a crap if we're like on those tracks or not like so uh travis is like paved the way down there for us and i had to keep it alive and that's what we're doing
0: that's tight i wish like it'd be cool if like i don't know there was if like a bunch of the cart dudes could come out and be like oh this is kind of cool and like we could like talk these younger people and the older like cart heads like get in the mopeds that'd be sick
1: (laughs) fuck yeah dude there's uh actually gonna be a cart race there on friday night I'm showing up Thursday. We're going to get a little practice in. And then Friday night is a cart event. So I'll be there hand, with hand, my RV. Handbills, dude. With, with, passing
0: out flyers. Old school.
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Stick so, around
0: tomorrow. Watch yep. us uh, wreck 25 mile an hour mopeds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. There's still oil all over your track. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs>
1: dude, but yep. I was
0: looking into it. Like, It uh, looks like you guys said, it seems like you guys have a pretty good turnout going so far like 30 over 30 riders or something like that
1: yeah i hope so i mean i think there's some pent up you know uh, like just like need or desire to be there for not being able to do that through all covid shit you know so oh yeah, Rough year uh, for and sure. then 20, 20 2019 the final day got kind of got rained out too they ended up uh, not running a couple of races and just really stuffing it in but um yeah, I mean, I know, like, Alex Johnson was talking to him. He's pretty pumped up, stoked to get out there. Uh, James Culver's flying in from California. We're going to set him up with a bike. So, um, yeah, I, I, think, I think turnout's going to be decent. I, I'm hoping for a good turnout.
0: Racetrack loner, like, pro yeah. move. I like it.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's what I, I bought a bunch of bikes, like a handful of bikes, from Brian Schultz in Chicago. He had built a few a couple years ago. And I was like, dude, I got to just try to keep all these things going and get buddies out there and give them a chance, like on a French race bike and just give them a taste and the experience and stuff. And why are you just get to, people on the
0: track. Why are you also yeah. trying to ruin people's lives, dude? Once you let someone ride like a fast <laughs> French bike, it's over. It's over.
1: <laughs> well, welcome to the life of sadomasochism, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do I want to. I, yeah. I definitely,
0: no, I'm just saying like I started with a French bike and it was just like, huh, this is smart. And like, but I didn't know any better. And then like, I've just over the years, I've like had a French bike, sold all of it, built the yep. other one, sold all of it. Like I've done it three times. I've jumped down the hole three times and it's like, it's fun. And like, you know, Good. but you ever like sees like a bit of kit, like within like, you know, an hour of installing it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I went through. I went. I went through three Doppler uh, kits in the beginning. It's a very steep learning curve. The first Moby I got was like my second moped. I just went straight from Honda Express into a Tomo A35, and then into a Motobekan with a AV7 Parma kit that was leaking, and I couldn't get it to run right. Just totally down the slippery slope as fast as I could slide yeah. a, uh, into the you know French uh, horror. So yeah. yeah, it's
0: like those big like uh like um slides at the water park where you just got like, all right, bend, bend your arms in and, and hold your breath.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just hit the bottom and skip. <laughs> yeah. Sk- sk-
0: sk- sk- quick. <laughs> yep. That's, that's accurate.
1: That's accurate. Yeah.
0: Mm, so like, I don't know, man, like who's coming out? Like it's like how, or how's the event set up for the weekend? Like, like three days, two days. Like I, I don't, I didn't really look super hard into it because there's so many of them
1: yeah let's uh yeah i'll jump into the itiner- itinerary a little bit and then i like the who's coming out question i want to i can talk about a few of the people that have been on the scene um so yeah itinerary right now is a couple of us are gonna be there thursday trying to set up and and get a little practice in and then you know the diehards i guess you could say and then friday is the car stuff and then saturday morning we got uh tech inspect checking out your gear and your bike and then a rider's meeting and then we go out and do open practice and then do time trials at night um Thought about maybe doing heat racing that night, but definitely doing uh heats and then finals on Sunday uh, as well. So, um a little bit of some uh, fast action, hopefully both days, but most of the aggressive racing happening on, on that, uh, sorry, Sunday. But and then, aside from the actual racing, man, we got like we're right up in the hot pits, everyone's setting up tents and wrenching on their shit and sharing tools and sharing parts. And we got people camping around the perimeter in the grass we got the spicy boys lighting lawn chairs on fire and <laughs> cooking already cooked cooking already cooked chicken staying up till 3am yeah so it's got everything man pro
0: move cooking already cooked chicken
1: Oh yeah, you go to the Casey's. You get that. You get those chicken tenders, but that ain't enough. You put it on there and just cook it all night until someone's brave enough to fucking eat it at two thirty in the morning, we and it's to, like a board.
0: We used to have a homie in Richmond. He every time we'd have like a, a ride or cookout afterwards, he'd always be like, "Oh, I'm cooking. I'm cooking chicken. I got the chicken guys. I'm cooking chicken. Obsessed with grilling chicken." But he would always <laughs> undercook it, like
1: every time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That reminds me of going over to my in laws for the first time and like I was like, I got this. I got this dude. I got this. I'll I'll be on the grill. Undercooked everything. Served everybody a full mouthful of undercooked food. Yeah. Grill didn't, master. Didn't,
0: didn't,
1: like, look at this idiot.
0: Yeah, father in law <laughs> yep. was like
1: this guy. Yep. <laughs> so that's the guy, huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh... Uh, he looks but like, yeah, he, he looks
0: like a survivor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, you were talking about who's coming out. Yeah. Um, I should have probably like pulled it up on Facebook and look at the actual list, but um, I know I heard some of the Spicy Boys are coming up. I talked, to, I think Mikey, and I don't know who else is coming up from that, uh, from them, from there. Uh, and then I think Travis and Tyler are going to be out there, maybe bringing some bikes. not sure if they're going to race or not. And they're talking about setting up a live stream. So that's going to be fucking dope. With me helping out with, and Tom, I should back this up. I forgot. Tom Harmitt, uh, has been helping out with this too. He's always a huge help. I can, I can uh, lean on him and do whether it's like on race day too. He's Mr. Helpful. He's, he's just a rad dude. Um, so he's helping out too, but with, uh, us helping out with some of that stuff and getting some volunteers, Travis and Tyler got some time. Like they're going to set up hopefully, uh a live stream video from either the center of the track or like up on the hill. And we're hoping to get that online for anybody that's interested in watching. So yeah, that'd be, sick. that'll be, yeah, pretty excited about that. That'll be fun. Yeah. I know a lot of people
0: like to like, you know, just lurk and follow, especially on like, on like the, uh, the Baker's dozen, like with the glimpse and stuff. So I think a live stream could, could be sick.
1: Totally. Yeah. I remember, uh, I hadn't heard a glimpse before. And I got to watch that. I was like, this is sweet. Yeah. Wait, why the fuck is Chad Burke way over there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah Yeah. how is he
0: going that fast
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude oh yeah i got a whole spare engine in my backpack guys (laughs) (laughs) god
0: that's like the yeah that's so so extreme not the sidetrack but i did see like one moped army about the uh the moped gp dirt and i was like whoa bud because i've been like talking about like mofa cross and moped cross stuff like on the podcast for like like it seems like two years now or something like every couple episodes like oh man we got to do some dirt race that'd be sick and they're like yeah dude and they're doing it and i'm like fuck
1: i know like i uh, it came up quick it's, it's gonna be like a little test run this year i'm thinking so i think it'll be good if you can get there for sure but then they're hoping to iron out the kinks. might be a different location i think i heard maybe i don't know yet but next year know they're going to be going all in on it so yeah
0: Um, but yeah i think mopeds can handle it like and it's like it makes for like purpose built mopeds you know like all right a little bike that can you know handle some dirt and like you know maybe some mud maybe make some little jumps or single track i think like some like full out like enduro single track shit would be sick on mopeds
1: fuck yeah all right that's what i want to see too we're
0: in the woods you gotta climb some fucking hills and you never know where you're gonna end up
1: yeah, dude, I totally like to put something like that on someday. Just put it right in the single, like mountain bike, but or dirt bike type. Uh, you know, just clipping trees. You got hand guards on the whole deal. Yeah, yeah, that'd be tight.
0: We got this spot like in in Richmond where like it's it's like this uh, land that was gonna get developed and it never happened, and it's just been back there for twenty years. And like just all these dudes have been riding dirt bikes and four wheelers and shit back there forever, and. One day we went we went on a ride. The old Hell Satan's like took us out for some ride, and we're like, "All right, cool, we're riding. This is good. This is good." And then like they pop off, you know, behind some parking lot, and they go behind this building, and like they pop us into the woods, and they're like, "All right, have at it. Go wherever you want. Like these are a bunch of trails and shit." And we were just we we're just back there getting swamped, but <laughs> like no one was prepared. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Road tires, just ripping through mud.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. They were like, oh, let's see what this puddle's like. No, I'm sunk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it was great. I don't know.
0: Uh, just, I don't know. Uh, could would, be, this could be fun, for sure.
1: I think so. I think it's going to be a blast. Yeah. But.
0: Dude, so I want to hear more about your French bike. Because, uh, you know, Jake King was like, yo, he's got all the bells and whistles Moby Games unlock. I'm like, hmm, like I got it, got to <laughs> got to hear more, got to hear more. So like, what's what's the what's the race setup?
1: Uh, so I got a bike for every class. Um, so in my in the stock class, I have a Motobecan frame with a liquid cooled stock AV10 uh, cylinder from like Europe. They had the the liquid cooled AV10 on the MBK uh, Magnum, so. Kind of a cheater cylinder, kind of, but within the rules. Still running stock variator, just drilled the shit out of it and then screwed in the starter arms as close to the pads as I could, basically. And yeah, things uh, ready to rip. It's got the square swing arm from Europe and, and, um, you know, EBRs and wheels. It's got the XR rim in the back, so it's a little bit wider. Yeah, so it's like it's basically as like as built as you could for a stock bike. Uh, it was, it was hurting feelings out in East a little bit, I think, so. <laughs> they're like fuck this guy like you're just buying your way into it and i was like oh. all right well yeah but i also built it but yeah oh, but so, isn't, that, isn't that,
0: that racing though you know deep pockets
1: when races yeah <laughs> I, I mean you got it i mean it took me years and years i didn't start like here you know so yeah. but but yeah so that one's fun and then uh non-variated i'm trying to actually take a take a crack at jake kane trying to take take the title from him oh, uh, he, he, he's got that wicked Tomos, you know so i don't even know if i can hold a flame but i I got Venkat. I don't know if you know Venkat. Uh, I got his old like E50 off his Magnum and, uh, tore that down, rebuilt it, decked it down and got that MBR piston in there and, uh, like an old Motomatic 6P, I think, or 8P, uh, copy that they made. Um, mm. uh, and then, uh, rear disc off of, hook shot i got the rear that rear disc kit they sell uh, yeah, so yeah. I, got,
0: I got that on my on my or the mofa cross build like i'm, I'm building i have that on the rear wheel
1: so sick dude that thing's uh, got the best brakes out of all my bikes it's like oh i wish i gotta make every bike like this.
0: i haven't ran it yet like i just have it like in a box on the wheel like i bought brand new five stars from Treatland. i got the fucking like, the, the the disc set up from vdm i got the front disc set up too i got i'm like full disc like front like bike it's gonna be sick i can't wait to just like stop on a dime
1: <laughs> it's spendy dude but like it's basically plug and play with a square swing arm and i was like oh my gosh i think i can make this work on french bikes too
0: I bought, the, um, I bought the little like the uh they sell they sold it as a combo like a package deal i got the swing arm and the disc brake setup.
1: oh you did the whole enchilada i got you
0: yeah it was god like i just bought it and i like put my credit card away and didn't look at it <laughs>
1: <laughs> 17 this can be yours 17.99 a month oh yes, it will be mine it's like it will be mine
0: <laughs> like this is like the one like that bike and like my and like if i build a french bike again it's like i just don't want to look at whatever i spend just like buy one part every three months and like don't look at the like total bill later
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it, it starts to add up but yeah and then uh, uh beyond that bike um My first bike that I built started out literally as like a hardtail. My buddy helped me like weld BMX forks on the back and made like a loop and made a hardtail on a 50Z. That was kind of silly, but that was the first thing I ever raced. And I even had like the the high boy like saddle seat with the springs on it. Like I was sitting way up in the air. I got a photo of it somewhere, but that was like the first year I raced and I raced against Mays at like Top Fest. uh locally and that was like when i got the bug like i was racing him his pipes dragging on the left side he had that simonini like down low and i had my pipe dragging on the right side so we had like opposite corners and uh we had a blast doing that but so that bike that now is like had a whole bunch of different iterations and and um right after that i was still having trouble i actually kind of cheated i bought an ab10 off of uh some dude in new york who bought it from christoph so i got an ab10 for 650 bucks that christoph built and um but I mean, it's for half price. So I couldn't resist, but so I started on that. That was like the first iteration, I guess. And then from there, now it's a, a bit of low, uh, g G two cylinder, uh 2013. I think it's, a, I think it's the cross that's on this bike. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's on G two cases, like the big boy G two cases with the huge, I think they're four pedal reeds. Yeah. I've um,
0: still never even seen those cases in person.
1: Yeah. These are like the rate, the ones that you could get in 2013, I think. Um, yeah, they're pretty sick. I got those from, I think I got those from Victor. But, yeah, I, I kind of saw some of the stuff Christoph was doing, and then I saw what, what Victor was doing out east, and that yeah. was how I bit the bug. And I, and I was like, I got to build one. So, yeah, but yeah, this like, bike's been
0: uh I was, like, really up about Victor, because, like, when he was doing it, and he had his, like, Three Knees Down blog, which is tight. If you guys want to look it up, just uh, Google Three Knees Down. You can find his blog. It's still up. But he was, like, actually like posting and documenting all the shit he was doing to his bike and it was like yo this is what i'm doing this is these are the bearings i use these are the shims i use this is what i use to measure my like crank spacing like everything like he was posting all of it and i was like it was so cool because like for years when i was like first in the french stuff it was like i'd have to look at tomahawk videos and read moped army and like try to like Pry the information out of him speaking in French and like pause the video rewind like what did you do there like you know I was like so bummed because it was so hard and then like totally. and then Victor was like oh here this is what I do and I'm like oh lifesaver
1: yeah dude I've read he's got a lot of good content in there like I've that's why I was like studying all the different cylinders and trying to figure that out he's got like he compares them on there a little bit yeah I I had the same beginnings I guess I could say in that area but. French game
0: fucking tight. So what are you doing for like the <laughs> variator set up?
1: Uh on this one, uh and I'm actually gonna try to get James on this one. So this one's uh got the Molosi variator on it. Um my other bike that I that I usually run, that's the one I won on in Sacramento and then out of out east. We call it the brown bike or Doug's bike because Brian built it and then Doug um from Out East came out and ripped on it at uh in Midwest. And then uh, i ripped that out in Sacramento, and, and like I said, out east or whatever. Um, and that one I think actually has a bit of low yeah, the bit of low variator on it with the Doppler clutch pulley. I just use the Doppler clutch pulleys on most of my stuff. They're pretty. Yeah. It takes some work, and you got to learn how to push, you know, move the, the pads around and run the brace and change all bearings and mm-hmm. and just re, you know, move everything around. But once you get those things dialed, they're pretty good.
0: Yeah. Have you tried oh. the new one that came out, the Tree Line House?
1: Uh, for the on?
0: yeah
1: oh oh yeah the er86 mm-hmm. i put one on a 40t that i got from brian as a roller i put a different motor back on that that i would taken up taken up a stock bike that i'm running now and I put it on this 40t roller and so it's kind of just for looks i don't know how it performs. I've, like mi- I've seen yeah i've seen some mixed reviews and some guys are like saying it's shit like the arms are breaking and stuff like that under higher power stuff so not so sure about that one yet. Um, I can't. I don't know if I give my recommendation. Might maybe just stick with the ER3 and do a little bit of work to it. But
0: That's yeah. Sick. What pipe are you
1: running? I, uh, usually, I think most of my pipes are Gianelli. Um, the Doppler. I have a Doppler on that stock pipe just because I had it hanging around. But the Gianelli just kind of got a little bit of wider range and a little bit more over rev than the, the Doppler does. The Doppler hits hard at a certain RPM, but um, takes a while to get yeah, there. G yeah, and the G and just seems to cover a little bit more. So you can be a little bit lazier with your clutch tuning and and everything else too if it's if you got more, you know, band in it's just good for torque and stuff like that in the lower RPM range when you're coming out of corners. So
0: yeah. do you moderate anything for like for like your turning or does it clear pretty good?
1: Um that was a journey in itself. It's part of the French game. Like, okay, holy crap, I didn't realize how much you have to actually tuck this pipe up, but yeah, I learned how to tuck them up in there on the swing arm. Sometimes you gotta cut and relay the the baffle underneath there to clear the swing arm, keep it more horizontal and, um, and then mount it up and t- t- tuck it, you know, as tight as you can, I guess, up mm-hmm. to the bike and the motor. But, uh, and then, you know, always trying to make sure, like, I like to put the exhaust hanger bracket, uh, a little bit forward, you know, like at four o'clock, five mm-hmm. o'clock, uh, uh, just so that it's kind of like swinging around the bottom and staying pretty flat as the engine pivots. Yeah.
0: I remember the first time oh. I, like, noticed that, like, just watching, like, Tomahawk stuff and, like, mm-hmm. I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching. And then one day it clicked and I was like, his 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 mounting spot's in a different
1: spot. Like, he moved it.
0: And I was like, I had never noticed it until, like, one one day it just clicked. I was like, what?
1: Yeah. Yeah, you totally want to be around, like, that 5, 6 o'clock because you want to follow the pivot from the front bolt on those. It, you know, you want your exhaust to be as fluid as possible so it just follows with that engine in the same you know, it radius. I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, I'm and then on that unlimited bike, man. That's uh, I haven't unveiled that one yet. <laughs> the only people, I mean, I guess people out east have seen it, but nobody out west and uh and um you know hasn't hasn't seen this bike yet. So, building myself a little uh, top secret unlimited bike. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, that's pretty.
0: I mean, as long as those derby monsters aren't out there, right? You know, you don't gotta. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, those bikes are, yeah, Tyler Brecky's bike super fast, the okay. big derby, and so is, so is um, Barry Tornall out there, they got, those mm-hmm. these are monsters. Yep, so. Pretty sure, yeah, how, was, a little cra-
0: how was the East, how was the, how was the East Coast race? Because like, I tried to talk to someone after that, like, I didn't get on it fast enough to talk to someone before the race, but I was like, oh yeah, like, how'd it go? But like, I couldn't find like, you know, someone who was in it and did the races, and I don't know, it was, it was kind of, kind of difficult. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah no, it was great. uh, they put on a good event um I think they they realized it could use a little bit more organization, but you know we get it we no everyone was just grateful to be racing. I'm pretty sure, so I was happy to be out there. It was a long drive, but uh, we had some pretty good weather and able to just get out there and rip it. The track is beautiful, it's all like repaved, and it's always fun just to be on a new track, be on something totally different. We have to learn it and learn all the corners and and make a lot of mistakes but um. Yeah, it was a blast. They had scooters and mopeds at the same time, which got me thinking too, like, eh, maybe I should back off on the scooter hate, you know, just uh, roll oh, yeah. on these dorky that's, little things, you little know.
0: scooters it ripped, dude.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. I met some cool scooter guys out there too. They were some uh, older guys that have been into it for a few years. And, um yeah, I just had a blast. It's just fun to be doing it again. You know, it had been a while, so. That's awesome. Yeah. So, My buddy Tim's build, building one too, and he, uh, he was, like, wrenching, like, every last minute there, trying to get it on the track. Didn't quite get it nailed down, but that's how these things go.
0: Yeah, that's the worst. It's, like, you'd fight yeah. and fight and fight, and then, like, even if you got it running, it's, like, if it's not dialed, like, do you want to risk it
1: when, <laughs> especially when oh, you're yeah, on, yeah.
0: A, on a real, like, your real race build, like, where you put so much time and effort and money and parts and stuff, like
1: you want it so bad you're like i just gotta try it a couple laps
0: <laughs> like I, I know we've all like le- learned that lesson the hard way for a rally it's like oh or even even a group ride like oh the ride leaves in five minutes and my shit just got started
1: yep
0: and you take it out and then you break it and, you, and you're and you bummed
1: <laughs> yeah yeah dude. the first couple of years were just uh heartbreaking like i flew up to california and i brought bikes out there and, and uh I had, like, I couldn't keep my carburetor on. It was slipping off. I had, like, the wrong type of hose. It just wouldn't, you know, it was just that thing. And then all of a sudden, like, just little things always breaking or going wrong or crashing. So the first couple of years were definitely heartbreak uh, getting into the racing game. But yeah, it's a good time.
0: It's definitely brutal. Like, you're, like, are you running, like, full slicks and stuff now? Because I know I see some of the guys are doing that.
1: Yeah, I got a couple different slicks. I was getting those Sabas; those are gone now. Uh, the next best thing, I think, is like the the Bridgestone. Um, what are they called? Like, I'm trying to think of what the heck the model is on these Battleaxe, That's right. Yeah, they're they're the battleaxe tires. I run those on a few bikes, and then the the BT thirty nine FS is like a wet tire, or a rain tire. Those are pretty good. Um, I really like those actually for an all around tire and. Uh, if there is any wetness on the track, you can still rip them on the track. Uh, pretty good. Um, but those are two, my two favorite tires, as long as you have a rim like wide enough to run them. Uh, yeah. Where are, you, where are you getting those from? The tires? Yeah. Uh, you know, the couple of bikes that i gotten from Brian, they had BT39s in the, uh, on them. And then I, I just bought a set, or my buddy Tim just bought a set. He might have found some in Japan, maybe um and that maybe i found and i found some slicks i guess but yeah so they're hard to find you gotta you gotta search for them like for example there's like it's like the bt39 ss and then there's a certain like a 44 r i think or something like that where it's a certain width it's actually designed for like a a 1.8 uh yeah the 44s it's actually designed for like a 1.65 rim i guess um which is what the magnum xr rim otherwise those and the slicks will fit on those like three spark uh, three spoke like Bernardis or whatever. Sorry, the Grimica replicas. Mm-hmm. Those like those like one and a half thick, I think. And I've even stuffed slicks onto those five spokes. They, they look kind of balloony. Like I don't know, <laughs> the, the, the profile is going to be. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But it's a skinny little. It's like a fat guy in a little coat kind of situation. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah, as long as it holds, yeah. you're, we're good.
1: <laughs> yeah pinch like they look way different on the rim than they do just sitting there it pinches them way and it's kind of funny but we'll see what happens yeah it's
0: like you're trying to yeah. kind, of, kind of get to lean on baby
1: yeah yeah it, it definitely help i think uh and just like they'll slide instead of like the the bt39s if they're not fully hot they'll, they might skip on you a little bit where the, the slick will be a little bit forgiving in that area and it'll like just slide and you'll be able to you know slide and hit and then hopefully keep the bike up and not low side yeah Dude, like, That's happened a few times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing some couple of videos. Of guys just like slipping out, and you're like, "Whoa!"
1: <laughs> there's at least three videos of me crashing for, for sure. <laughs> this last like one or two races is like the first times where I haven't crashed. Otherwise, it was like going out there just expecting to crash. Yeah.
0: So like I saw that, like, crash. there's like the, the rules with the with the gear. Is it like it's a gear super strict? Like you have to have like all these things they've uh, listed.
1: Yeah, the insurance has kind of ticked it up a little notch, I guess you could say. So just because we had a couple injuries and and uh, some stuff like that in the past, and some crashes, and part of it was attributed to like we had some rain in twenty nineteen, but um, you know we had some old helmets showing up that were just like, man, yeah, you probably should like for your sake, dude, you should probably get a better helmet than that, you know. Yeah. Um, and then and then like shoes or boots or stuff that doesn't cover your ankles and wrists and stuff like that. So yeah, there it's just the game, you know. Uh, Got to listen to the insurance people who are concerned about liability as their number one priority and you know we want to keep it going so we're just doing whatever we have to you know yeah but uh yeah it kind of sucks it definitely raises the barrier of entry you know from a price point Mm -hmm. in in general moped racing is the most cost effective you know racing i've come across you know compared to cars or big bikes or or, you know crotch rockets and
0: stuff it's like oh that's gonna cost you a lot more (laughs) But that's mopeds yeah. in general. It's like, compared to everything else, it's still cheap.
1: Yeah. Like the way mean, I look at it with gear, too, like, you can transcend different bikes and whatever when you're using that stuff, too, so the abilities of pro stuff, but, yeah. Mopeds is way cheaper than a lot of shit. Yeah.
0: So you said, like, uh, you started off with uh, pig bikes and crotch rockets, like and your neighbor kind of got you into my bed? Was it because you got to go on a small ride, you got to ride his bike, and or you were just seeing him tinker and, you know, wanted to get into it?
1: So he got that Peugeot, and then uh, I got, like, a pair of Expresses that I dug out of a garage when we were, like, fixing up a wedding venue for my brother years ago, like a farm. And uh, I was like, dude, and so I got this Honda Expresses, they're, like, 83 silver with the two-speed. I made two into one good one, and, I had, and then I had parts left over, and I had a ripper that I ripped around. And he had that Peugeot 103, and he got a Vespa Grande. And me, him, and another uh, guy would rip around town. And then we found out about Topfest and linked up with, like, Tyler and uh, Augustine and, and uh, Kim Jensen. And they got us coordinated on how to get over there, and we trailered over and rode around on that rally. And we were like, holy shit, like, this is amazing. Okay, let's go kid everything we own. <laughs> so we are like, we're just getting blasted. You know, like, our first rally, we saw, like, some dude like on a, on a Polini maxi, just back to front, back to front, blocking intersections. And I was <laughs> like, this is the coolest shit ever. Yeah. Uh, and we were hooked. So, you know, then I started getting into other mopeds and so did he, and we do it, you know, did join some of the weekly rides and, and I uh, went to a couple of other rallies like Omaha and just the tip a couple times. So you guys, yeah, you guys totally. do
0: right in man down the rabbit hole.
1: Totally. Totally. Yeah. It's been, uh, Yeah. It's been a journey for sure, but we're still doing it, man. He, we used to share a garage cause, uh, uh, he he had like an old Victorian house and I had this like little carriage house next to him. And then I bought a different house right behind him on fifth street. And so we would just like put all my shit in my single car garage. And that's what we operated out of for like five years, just with like hobby tools and a single car. And, uh, then he eventually moved out and, and married and stuff. And, and, uh, and then I, you know, proceeded with my thing here, but we still like we'll call each other and like, quote unquote wrench while we're on the phone and I was like dude I gotta <laughs> fucking go I haven't done anything we just blew an hour and a half talking all night you know no 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 but yeah he's, he's the only one I have that'll like sit there and listen for an hour and a half about moped so yeah. we have a good time so, yeah. Yeah, you know giving each other shit and helping each other out
0: that's like that uh, downside of like the group shop too for all those guys out there like group shops are rad but there's hella distractions
1: oh yeah dude for a guy like me I can't do, deal with that I'm just like squirrel Every fucking couple seconds
0: Where'd the wrench go I lost it again
1: Oh my god That's the worst dude Literally like You'd be out in the garage And then you start getting tuned And you're like Where's this fucking thing And then, like literally You spend half the time Just looking for Parts or tools Like yeah. half the night
0: That's that's when I yeah. call it Like some days I go in I'm like ready to start And I'm just like Okay I literally can't do anything I have to clean up first Like I gotta put all this shit
1: away <laughs> start, Oh start yeah dude I've shit. had days yeah, I've had days where I just go out there and I'm like, all I do is clean. I'm like, that's good. I'm set up for next time. <laughs> yeah, dude, get out there and do a couple of projects. Next thing you know, you have three projects of shit everywhere. Yeah, yeah,
0: dude. So what? Uh, what made you want to like really dive down the French hole? But you said just because you saw like Tomahawk and some of these other bikes, or did you like ride one yeah. first?
1: Yeah, so i went, Well, we did see like a Peugeot TSM that was like kitted and clutched at, at Top Best 1. we saw that instead of, but yeah, like the Rockstar Moby that uh, Christophe had built years ago. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. You know, obviously, it was just like into the cafe look. Like it was either cafe French bikes or Magnums when I got into Moped. You had to have one of those to be a cool kid, you know? Yeah, yeah. I need a top 10 into the cool bike. <laughs> yeah, derbies were still a secret back then a little bit, but. Uh, yeah, so I saw that, and then yeah, I saw how fast I could be, and the and with the variation and stuff, and um, that made me want to go. Okay, I want to try to build this or whatever. So, yeah.
0: I also think, yeah, out of, like all the bikes, like uh, watching a, a motor or a French bike or something like pivots is like just so cool. It's like just seeing that happens like so different than all the other bikes. It's like whoa, like look at this whole motor like pivot. This is that's that's different.
1: Oh, yeah. And then you get into, like, the one I'm putting in Unlimited is a Bidolo RS that I had gotten from Brian Schultz. He had built it, and then I've kind of changed a bunch of stuff on it. But that's got the parallelogram set up. So then you're in a whole new realm, and everything's, like, linear, and, and uh, you're spacing the whole engine out in between the, the four brackets. And then, then, I don't know, it just looks cool when it's, when it's ripping back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, it's like people, As most people's minds like when they're not into mopeds or they don't know anything about mopeds and they, you know, like they expect like a Pook or like a Tomos or something like that. So when they come over and I just like pick up on my launch lever and move the engine back and forth, they're like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, like what is that?
1: <laughs> yeah. the way I explain it to like people who are like, you know, lame into uh, mopeds, I guess, is like, it's kind of like a snowmobile transmission, CVT, but the engine moves. So... Yeah.
0: I'm like lurking at your bike right now. I'm like, yeah, this thing is dope.
1: (laughs) Which one are you looking at?
0: Oh, the white one with uh, the, with the fairings and everything. 86.
1: Oh yeah. 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 That one's fun. Yeah. That one uh, was best to show. I think out in California, out of Sacramento, but that's the one that I've, like I said, I just built over the years over and over again. Totally. You know, it's different each time and, changed this, upgraded this. Like, I've gone as far on that one as, like, the rear shocks are, like, those RFY eBay shocks. Mm -hmm. But I sent them to this dude named Chris Livingood, and he pressed out the bushings and put spherical bearings in them and then rebuilt them with different top-out springs, changed, and then actually put better, like, good oil in it and charged them with nitrogen. But the rear shocks are fucking... They're, like, a budget old one. Probably half the cost of an (laughs) old one, but... And they got and they got metal metal like spherical bearings in them, like they just feel amazing. And then I got cheap ass shitty EBRs on the front. So yeah,
0: like EBRs like yeah. feel like sick compared to like your like regular moped forks. And it's like yeah. after a while, like especially if you've had them for a while, then like, they start getting soft, and you're like, whoa, these things are getting real squishy. Yeah,
1: yeah. I like to I like to take those and dump them out and put. Uh, like heavier duty oil or like, you know, like the first time I tried like Harley Davidson and then now maybe I use like Ray fork oil or something like that just to make sure I know like what's in there. Um, and then some I'll make sure to always like lube up those rubber covers on the stanchions cause those things get sticky. So before racing, I'll maybe throw a little like oil in there and then I'll usually add a little bit of preload sometimes. Like there's no consistency. So you got to get each set and kind of look them over and be like, what's going on with this one. So, yeah.
0: I think I ended up, like, doing those, like, little, uh, like, PVC, like, shims in mine to space them out, stiff them up a little bit.
1: Yep. Yep. Especially when they're taller, I think.
0: Yeah, seems yeah definitely seems to help.
1: Butt. Yeah, those are only, like, 23s, I think, which is actually where I like them on these bikes. Uh, I have another bike got, like, 27s on it, and they stick a good three inches off of triples, but, um, yeah, it's on that stock bike over there, but... Yeah, they work alright. They do the job. I mean, otherwise you're getting into some big buck, like You're getting into motorcycle stuff, and then you probably got to do some modifications to your head tube and all that kind of stuff. So you work with what you got.
0: Yeah, I think that's what I what I went with for my uh, cross build. I just bought some like uh, some like KTM like 65 forks or 85. I think yeah, 65 forks. So it's like from a smaller KTM.
1: Yep. Yep. SX 65. Yeah. Yeah, that bike's tight. Like I, saw, I actually have a motor I bought up Craigslist for one of those, just sitting around. I want to do something with it someday.
0: Dude, like I saw like the because VDM like had the forks on one of his bikes, and then he was selling the forks, and I was like, "Oh, these are direct bolt to like maxi frame." And he's like, "Yeah, you just gotta like machine the the uh, the cups or whatever, machine your head tube so you can put in the bigger cups, and then you can put in a yep. K- KTM sixty five forks." And I'm like, "What?" And I was like, that's it. I went on a hunt to find those forks and it took me like probably eight months to find a pair that weren't like, you know, brand new and super expensive. And even finding like used ones, it probably still cost me like the cost of buying another moped, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah but suspension is like, honestly overlooked as it's like, it's, I had, I ride dirt bikes and I had a, I bought a, a beta and it had like budget front forks on it and it was garbage at high speed. And then I went and spent money with a dude and he rebuilt them for me. And, uh, I could do it, but I was like, this guy's the pro at it. So I just sent him the forks, and it was night and day, like, the best money I've spent on the bike. It just made it insanely better. I uh, Riding dirt biking has made me realize how important forks are and having really nice forks, what you're doing, you know, yeah. built to what you're using them for. Well, mm-hmm. I
0: mean, that takes, like, a lot of time, too, if you're, like, messing with, like, the rebound and, like, all that stuff. It's, like, you can – it's just, like, tuning anything else on your bike. You can twerk your suspension for, like, hours.
1: Yep, set your sag and then you can work on your rebound and compression. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, you could work on every single bike for hours. That's why it's always so hard to bring multiple bikes to a fucking race and keep them running. But, yeah.
0: You're a madman. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. It keeps me up. Usually like race week, like the week, week before race week or two weeks before too. Uh, I've gotten a little bit better at stretching it out, but I'll be up till two, three in the morning working on something. I finally just go like, you got to stop. You got to go to bed and and then uh, start a different day. But just yeah, all all night. At that point, them in that we, oil. that point
0: where it's just like it, it's it's good enough. If you mess if you any anymore, you might just like blow it.
1: Yep. <laughs> it's
0: yep. Like it was good, and then I ruined it.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. So how about you, man? You gonna get out to a racing event one of these days?
0: I keep saying it, man. I'm like, and I'm like, last minute. I'm just like, like literally, you were like
1: Iowa, and I was just like, Iowa, 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 Iowa.
0: And I googled, and I was like, damn it, it's like 14 hours, (laughs) which like isn't like the worst. I've driven farther for rallies, but like, I don't know. Like, I can't. It's too last minute right now. But like, I I really want to. Like, I want to come out, even if I, even if not to race. Just say hang out. Like, I think even going like out to the West one, because like I haven't been out West in a while. So I'm like, dude, that'd be sick. Just fly out. You
1: know? dude, if she wanted to, yeah, you could just pop a flight into L.A. and then hitch a ride with somebody up to the – usually they do it in the Gapel Valley or else, I guess. Now lately, like, well, for Moped GP, it uh, used to be back you know down there. But then Tyler, and uh, he moved up to Sacramento. And so they've been putting it on in, like, Rancho Cordova, I think it is, just mm-hmm. outside of Sac, by, by Folsom Prison. Yeah, you could totally fly in, hop a ride with somebody, and, and uh, head up there. Yeah,
0: bring the fucking the, good, a good the mobile podcast set up, dude. Do the live jam.
1: Fuck yeah. Camp out weekend. Blast dude.
0: Yeah. Fun. So what's uh what's up man? What's up with like the your local area? Like are you and your buddies still you ride with him or you guys got a bunch of guys riding?
1: So I usually uh yeah, he's actually made more rides than I did, but uh usually go over and do like the weekly ride on Thursdays. I'm in the Rollers, and so um, I lead a, we all like switch off taking turns this year and last year were a couple years, three years, worked pretty well. So I usually, you know, lead a ride. Everyone's got to plan their own ride and, and uh, I try to take that super serious last year. And I even drove the route, but I skipped one section actually. And then it was all gravel and had people go down. So it was kind of shitty, but also funny in hindsight. But, uh, but yeah, no, we, um, we get out there and hit those rides, uh, every Thursday pretty much during the summer. i, I sorry. I shouldn't say I do. I have not made it very much. <laughs> He's probably made like four of them, I think, this year. I have not had the best attendance the last two years because I had a kid and you know, other shit on my plate. But I try to get out there and show face as much as I can. Yeah, about well, 30, mile, thirty miles. Thirty miles for me, so I'm driving in and stuff like that. But yeah.
0: I was kind of wondering how that how that vibe went because like I'm I've I've seen older people in mopeds that already have like kids and stuff, and you know they're out, they're doing the thing, and like yeah, they got kids, they're they got family and shit back home, and. And I'm like wondering, like, because uh, I'm we're trying to have a kid now, so I'm like, damn it, like, what's it gonna be like having like a young child and like wanting to go to moped rallies? Like, how did that like affect your mopeding? I know you got to like adult and be serious and like. <laughs>
2: it means Ashley doesn't go to a rally.
0: Hold on. <laughs> I Ashley I and Thomas just popped in. <laughs> I
2: don't have headphones. Um, it means Ashley doesn't go to a rally and she spends the night with Heat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, tight. if you that don't got a dog together to rally. <laughs> if you don't if you don't if you don't have a dog, get a dog. We'll just stay with the dog. Oh, there's yeah. a guest
0: on. I thought we were
2: just talking amongst ourselves.
0: No, no. <laughs> yeah, they they popped in from the cookout birthday party thing going on.
1: Who am I talking to? Uh this is
0: Shane Johnson on is the phone. Shane? He's uh leading up the Moped GP Midwest this year. Oh, is that his stripper name? Happened. Or is that like really, really his
2: name? Real name. <laughs> Hi, tonight's introduction is Shane Johnson! With the big Johnson!
1: Oh gosh. <laughs> I asked my wife if we could name our kid Harry, and that was a hard no. Uh, <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> or or Huge. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hugh. No. Hugh. Hugh G. Johnson. Oh, it, it's Sylvania, and you wouldn't understand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to ruin no, your guys' yeah. conversation. My bad. I, I So, like, no, fill, it's good. fill me in. Where were we at?
0: So, Moped GP Midwest is going down this year. Um, Shane's got a couple of sick French bikes he's bringing out. He's is gonna it, sh- he's going to shut down the block? Is it
2: Midwest? So, what does that mean? Like, it's going down in Iowa. The corn.
0: Del Mar,
1: yeah. Iowa. It's like out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. On, uh, yeah, 61 Cartway, Delmar, Iowa. 14-hour drive track
0: next weekend. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> my birthday weekend. Well, yeah. Let's, let's not do it. it. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Ashley, we're here with you. I
2: don't want to do my birthday. <laughs> All right, so let, well, let's 45. GP instead. I don't know why you're getting so mad about it. So you're only 30. I know. Fourteen hour, right?
1: 29.
2: 14 <laughs> hours away, Moped GP, Midwest. I'm out. Bye. And you're bringing... <laughs> oh, Lord, that Shortly. was fast. Yeah, And you're bringing some Mobies to blast on some fools.
1: Pretty Hopefully, much. that's the plan. That's, that's, the, plan. The, plan. that's or, the plan. Or to Something's break about. down
2: sooner than everybody else who's riding a Honda or a Vespa. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm also very good at that. <laughs> everybody, in raci- everybody in racing knows I'm very good at that part, too. <laughs>
2: so, who do you think leaves the bigger oil slick on the track?
1: That would Vespa. be a spur by the name of. Uh, I would. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> the Pooks leave quite a bit of oil. Really? The Pooks leave quite a bit of oil. They can. They I w- can. I would go
2: with Tomos or Vespa because I can never keep my fucking oil in my Vespa transmission.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, as far as it also comes down to the rider, there's certain riders that, we, that have been more prone to spill than others do, but we'll just leave names out of it.
0: <laughs> spill or die, <laughs> but, baby. Spill or die. Yeah,
1: my, yeah. My money's on but, Jake
0: Kane yeah, spilling oil, trying to fuck up the competition.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, that like, raceland's gone. So we're a new line on that corner now. Yeah. Is that like
2: Mario Kart shit, where like you can bring mods to the race? Is there like a a, a race that involves? <laughs> track mods banana peels yeah banana peels or like a random two by four out of your backpack. So you're allowed to carry like a backpack and whatever's in that backpack you can use as a diversion
1: yeah like Mad Max style that, but that would be kind it. of a funny race
2: <laughs> yeah like somebody drops a yeah, bunch be- of marbles
1: <laughs> yeah yeah Thomas is coming in after we're like just all talking, like, yeah, so the insurance company's saying we can't do this, we can't do that. He's like, so can we bring water balloons and banana peels? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Both things I probably would never actually take the time to do because I'm too fucking lazy.
1: It'll, you put them in the sack, but then you like you'd get out there on the track, and they'd just be broken. You have know, like a wet bag of rubber.
2: <laughs> I actually like the water yeah. balloons would work out in my favor because my backpack's kind of a piece of shit, so I would actually have a nice wet fucking ride cooling me off. Mm. When is the when is the GP again? Uh,
1: this weekend, this upcoming weekend. So
2: it's this coming weekend, and that is September eleventh
0: or something. Eleventh 10 through tenth through twelfth.
2: Yeah.
1: 11th eleventh and 12th, yeah. The 10th, wow. they got carts out there, and then we're out on the track 11th and 12th. A couple diehards are showing up on Thursday uh, to get a little practice in the afternoon and set up early. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it.
2: Are there like crazy stipulations to actually get on the track as a rando?
1: Um, I mean, we got rules and guidelines that we've kind of administered out on like some of the posts and Facebook and Moped Army. Uh, requirements around gear and the bike. Uh, it's not too strict, especially compared to. Uh, some other racing but we've had to step it up a little bit and I did push back on, they just said snow rated helmets and I pushed back a little bit and I found some cart uh, literature, cart league literature so I can get some other types of helmets approved trying to make it work a little easier for bet, for everybody but uh, yeah we've had a few accidents in the past and they, they just wanted to uh, make sure that we're all being extra safe so oh well, yeah, I mean you do too Totally, yeah I, I definitely, I wear a full leather suit, gloves, boots, helmet the whole deal it sounds expensive at first, but in my opinion of what it could cost if you go down, it's cheap insurance, you know, yeah. especially a high side. I've had that happen actually where when I was really new and, and didn't know what I was doing too much, I tried to dodge the sound when I heard it come up on me and I should have just kept my line and I ended up hanging, tangling bars with another dude. They were on like super motos and they were just blasting me on my moped. It was like an open track thing that me and my buddy went and drove to uh, just the two of us and uh we're getting blasted by motards and uh ended up tangling and i high-sided backwards and i was super thankful i had like a good helmet on because i smoked the back of my head in the grass oh man
2: you need like an extra small full leather loner suit (laughs) oh yeah you guys are race for the day we got a loner suit (laughs) and just have like the one tiny child's loner suit with like some elastic in it
1: well i tried on i uh I got a Pelini suit that I won at one of the events out uh, West a few years back and it's gotten pretty tight. It's a 52. I'm more like a 54, 56 kind of guy. I got to like, like uh, wedge myself into it. And, uh, yeah, it's also, I think it's got poison ivy in it. Cause I keep getting poison <laughs> ivy after my races. I, I can't figure it out. I think it's inside the suit, but like in sweatsuit.
2: Yeah, it, well, my all, like I swear all my moto gear and it's probably like what I notice most is the helmet and the boots. Every time, like if I buy them, they fit, they've got a little bit of room. And once I wear them to get wet or like ride in the rain or sweat or whatever the fuck it is, they seem to like lose a size or size and a half.
1: Yeah, that leather be shrinking, bro. Yeah, I wish my balls would do that. You're huh? <laughs> old man now, dude. They start to hang a little low. Yeah. I get them little... in that suit. By the time you get out of your suit, I'll tell you, man, they're like inside you. They're just tucked away. Yeah,
2: no, when I was a kid, I would take girls on dates and be like, yeah, you want to stargaze? Now I'm just like, you want to see my little dipper? <laughs> <laughs> dip that thing right in the toilet oh, bowl. Man. Zing! Got a dick joke in. <laughs>
0: Back. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I didn't mean to ruin your
1: podcast.
0: Uh, so you guys do have like an, an ambulance on scene too for the racing?
1: Yeah, we got to get an EMT, so that they're on site. I think they're on site both days, but for sure on Sunday for the final races um, when we have a race, the actual live race, they got to have an EMT on the track. So, yep. Is that set
2: up by this, like the the venue, or is that something you have to like uh, moonlight, like ask for somebody to moonlight
1: for? Uh the track's got that. She's got like a contact uh, locally, I guess. There are a couple people that she lines up to come work the races for carts, and then of course just uses the same to. Help out with our events or whatever. So uh,
2: that's helpful. You don't have to do del- like all the legwork on that.
1: Yeah. Yep. And as I was saying earlier, Travis has like paved a bunch of work for this Midwest GP. I kind of just stepped in and took over for this year because they're working on some other stuff like the dirt event and Bakers. So uh, it was the groundwork was all laid. All I had to do is kind of pick up where they left off and make a few phone calls and get things rolling. So that was, was nice. Yeah. Would you do it again? Set it up yeah or run, run it yeah totally i've been trying to find tracks around here man and then like nobody i called a couple of tracks and it was just a hard no and i'm like fuck, like i'm like i said i'm right down the rabbit hole on this sport and, and bikes and stuff so if i don't have a place to go ride them it's kind of over for me so i'm trying my best to keep it going and uh we'll see maybe someday the track will change hands or we can get you know some other tracks, or maybe just go build a track someday. That'd be the dream. But feel the uh, dream
0: shit, dude. If you build it, they will come.
2: If you build it, drunk hassles, you shoot fireworks <laughs> unexpectedly at the, the all the wrong fucking hours of the night and wake your neighbors up, <laughs> scare your dogs. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, That's yeah. how the movie uh, I've been like, how I've been Google mapping like old old carts. I was like hey, I think there was like a carting and I was like trying to like zoom in and see what what's going on there. I actually called one, and he's like, and I, and I was like, what do you you just bought this? Did you want to sell it because it was cheap? Mm-hmm. uh, relatively anyway. And, uh, and he's like, no, I won't sell it. And he, but he's like, I'll rent it to you. And so I kind of have that in the pipe, but it would need like more, it's like a kid's clover leaf for like little kitty go-karts. So we'd have to like expand it. And I don't know, it's probably so that's a, pipe a dream, but
2: yeah, that's not a terrible idea. If you like, can incorporate almost like a, like a supermoto style moped race. And then you could like off track, on track, off track, on track,
0: mini moped. That'd racing. be cool too. You can only you can only only raise Magnum X's and TX fifties.
2: Yeah, Uh, yeah, but some of us have to run from the cops on our fucking CH 80s You know, like it doesn't matter. (laughs) You got to know how to off road and get away from them.
1: Fuck Uh, yeah!
0: Hide me in the woods, sir. You ain't fucking (laughs) off road unless your exhaust is
2: dragging the ground.
0: (laughs) Oh man, that
2: Paps is treating me good. Sorry. (laughs) Couple of hot dogs, couple of burgers, man. Jason's killing it on the fucking infrared grill tonight. We got a You
1: say you're eating. You say you're eating buttholes and burgers. Dude,
2: uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. What do they call it? Lips and asshole sausage.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
2: And then uh, we yeah. we threw like a birthday party for somebody who is not here
0: yet. Yeah, they didn't get off work till like nine o'clock or something. Yeah,
2: then they went out to eat like a couple of chumps. Like it's their fucking birthday.
0: <laughs>
1: Did you guys tell them they're throwing a party or just like threw it? No, throwing
2: no, fuck no.
0: Not Surpri- not. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> the surprise is you
2: got to like stumble across it by accident.
0: This is who's left. Yeah, yeah.
2: That'd be fucking great.
0: <laughs> oh, you're tired. All right, go home now. See ya. We'll keep drinking without you.
1: Uh, Yeah, like that opposite of the episode when he's doing the Olympics and then Michael gets done with getting by in his house and they're like, hey, like they just kind of pretend the party's for him.
2: (laughs) So I know like some people travel for out of town shit and they always want to stay where they are. Is there any kind of like sleeping arrangements set up with the track or is it like grab a motel, hotel, or Airbnb close by if you're planning on coming?
1: You know, I haven't even checked to see if there's motels nearby. There might be, but I would guess it might be a half hour away. But most everybody is camping there. Yeah, we got like there's a perimeter that's all grass, and so people are either truck camping, sleeping in their cars, or setting up tents in the grass. And and uh, like I was saying, the spicy boys come out there, and there's a few people that like to like to fucking rage, that be out there till two or three in the morning. So
2: you guys are staying on site through the night.
1: Yep. yeah, yeah. Same thing out in East. They were doing it out there, too, camping on site and having bonfires and stuff.
2: That's that's a giant upgrade for mopeds. Like, if somebody's going to have a beverage and enjoy themselves, they don't have to fucking drive somewhere. They can just camp where they are.
1: Totally. Yeah, it's a game changer. Dude, out East, a couple of them were like, what were they doing? They, like, pop a hole in a gas can or something, and, like, it just all of a sudden, like... I know this trick. They did it at my house, those (laughs) motherfuckers. <laughs> i was like dude i was we were, we were down rent until like one in the morning trying to get ready for the next dude, like, day like watch this and, like, party trick
0: up, looked, lslb yeah, making yeah. fire bombs
1: yep yep dude i was like what the fuck is that it sounds like a jet and i just see like 40 foot flames from the, 500 feet away the
0: conversation starts
2: do, do, yeah, do, do you have any uh do you have any diesel fuel or old gasoline and i'm like what the fuck do you <laughs> like yeah of course why wouldn't I? Yeah. Who doesn't have that?
0: It's a pretty nice was a pretty nice, uh, you know, party trick though. It was a good party it was exciting. trick.
2: Exciting. You're like, "Do you mind if we basically light off up? explosives in your backyard?" I'm like, "Uh, if it feels good, <laughs> do it."
0: I mean, it's still better than yeah. the time Legion put the uh, fucking dynamite stick in a toilet. I think a heads up would have been good on that. <laughs> like like to somebody.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fuck. Le- <laughs> fuck Legion. We fuck had, those guys. We, fuck
2: Philly. Fuck Legion.
0: Legit had a fire department show up at our shop. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's sorry, sir, we don't. We don't know what that was. It wasn't us. Yeah, they,
2: they come in and like, really did, did, did you check the apartments up there? Like, I, I think there's some construction going on up there. It's not us. Like, we're just out here hanging out, like sorting through n-
0: like nuts and bolts and nails. Don't lie, dude. I think we blamed it on the hood. <laughs> You think so? <laughs> yeah, we were like, it's, it must have been over there in the project stood across the tracks. So it wasn't us.
2: I mean, that would immediately be my like, go-to, probably, yeah.
0: Some the damn kids down there in the woods or something.
1: <laughs> then they go back to the person that called you in and they're like, you calling me a liar? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Asshole.
1: <laughs> you know, imagine uh, like some Clint East, Eastwood character sitting back there in his house watching it happen. Yeah. Is there,
2: is there a fucking, like, an MA, like, rally schedule that's, like, doing anything these days? There's a rally this weekend. We all missed it. Because I went on there, like, not well, that long now, ago, poking, or, poking around, and it didn't look like the actual MA rally schedule had shit going on on it's it. It's right
0: here, man. Rally. First page of my Put Army. Goat heads present. Always room for gloom. And we could be there, riding out in the desert, Fuck. sweating our dicks off. Is Minnesota the desert? Just like Shane in his wetsuit. Middle you- of the desert
1: when the truck. Drug- <laughs> oh man,
2: my
1: my, my wetsuit, dude. That's funny that you said that. A wetsuit. Uh, so the first year racing, it was either the year before or it was the first year at Top West or something. But Jimbo, uh, moped taco. Mm-hmm. He raced in a He raced in a fucking wetsuit.
0: <laughs> like
1: that was his gear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and he it, won. That, was the, that it, was the best part. But it is
0: a suit.
2: Yeah, yeah, I wonder how the officials would, would, like, really feel about that these days.
1: Nah, it wouldn't fly nowadays, but it was done. It, was, it happened. It was pretty sweet.
2: So, like, if you don't yeah. have a full racing, like, get-up, like, or, like, motorcycle-style jeans and, like, a legit jacket and things like that good enough? I mean like, so totally. I'm not on MA. I did not read the thread, and the only reason I'm asking this is because there are probably five other people, at least who also didn't read the thread mm. and might be listening. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, totally. So, like, obviously, like, one-piece suit would be the best. But then you got your two-piece options. Sometimes the jacket and the pants will, jacket and pants will zip together. Otherwise, you just got, like, a motorcycle jacket, and you can get, like, armored pants for pretty cheap that are good. And then, you know, above-ankle boots with, you know, with the pants going into or onto the, the boots is ideal. Just full coverage of the skin. Gauntlet gloves so you got your wrist covered in case you go down. That's kind of it. They just want full coverage. And so um, some tracks used to, call, like, allow regular jeans and stuff like that. But, I mean, man, they, they're going right. You guys have seen enough of that. Like, they go right through it. You know, so having the armored jeans is kind of a must at this point. But, mm. yeah, just just coverage. In the, in the past, actually, I've, like, helped people find suits. And, like, if there's something available in Minneapolis, I'll bring it to the track and, and get it for them, like my buddy uh, Mac out in Milwaukee. Um, yeah, Marketplace and Craigslist, you can find some cheap, use stuff and and get out there.
2: And I feel like that's an important point too, because like all of us have moto gloves or some sort of glove that we wear riding, but you said gauntlet glove, meaning like that goes past the wrist. So they would like basically cover over the sleeve of your jacket. That's something that not everyone's going to even think about. They're like, Oh, I got moto gloves. I got my suit. I got moto pants. I got boots that cover the ankle. That's all kind of like standard thought issue type shit, but like a glove, it goes further than the, the wrist might not be, you know, like your first thought. Like, you're like, oh, I got moto gloves. It should be good. And then yep. all of a sudden yeah, you yeah, get there a- and you're the guy that can't ride on the track or you got a fucking scavenge.
0: Or you're the guy who broke his his wrist and now everyone's bummed. <laughs> well, yep. it's not you, uh, like
2: the regular gloves are probably keep you protected from breaking your wrist, but it's like the track standard is the track fucking standard. You can't, you know, like they've got an insurance policy, which they have to abide by. You know, it's not anybody's yep. fault. They don't like it either.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, I mean, if you do go down, you, want, you don't want, like, that inside of your wrist all shredded out either. But, yeah, yeah, something that goes three, four inches above the wrist bones is generally, you know, like a, like you said, counter style.
2: Not a mechanic glove. Oh.
1: Nah, not the mechanic gloves at Home Depot. Not the,
2: oh, the little, uh, the little Dippin' Dot gloves are not good enough for you guys riding all your fucking Tomas mopeds to the racetrack this weekend.
0: What about mechanic gloves and duct
2: tape around my wrists? There you go. <laughs> I wonder if that would work. <laughs> Makeshift, dude. You know, piece it together. Because, like, I've been to Race Tech and the uh, Sentra, and they were pretty lax. They, I mean, they had, like, a set of rules that the guy had to check that the car, like, met to do the racetrack day for driver, like, a driver course when you ride with a real race car driver. He drives your car for a minute, and then you drive it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And they looked over the car, and they didn't really seem to check all that much. So, like, I would think maybe you could faux it as long as it holds up. Finesse. Yeah, finesse. Maybe, like, instead of using regular duct tape, use, like, some heavy duty Gorilla Glue duct tape. Mm. So it actually sticks to your glove.
1: Could be. It's like a. It's like a. Like Edward Forty Hands for moped racing. Like you just you just get duct taped in, and then like you just like leave them on all weekend. Like this is who I am now. <laughs> these don't come off until Sunday.
0: I can't open these beers. Help!
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to get creative and find a car door or like a
0: latch. I can't pull my little yeah. wee wee out. Some
2: dude. That's probably the worst. If you ever had like Edward Forty Hands, I've never had anybody try to do this to me. But if you did, and you're already like that first beer deep like just a single beer and they're like oh I are 40 hands and you're like well, fuck now I got to piss I got to finish these two fucking 40s before I can even grab my little pecker or yeah call a friend or you got to phone the hot You line. can't call a friend buddy you got to like physically go talk to them there's no text messaging with 40 hands there's no dialing unless you got like some like a really good google or like a really good siri which mine is not
0: a really good, a really good assistant. A really, really good homie with a short memory. Hey Google. You gotta hi-
1: Call Jason Thompson. Let's see. You just we- gotta hide like a hide like an object in the bathroom that you can like jam into the duct tape to like pull your pants down. Sweatpants. Got to plan ahead. Sweatpants.
2: <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's no, If you're really planning ahead, you you plan wet sweatpants.
1: How do yeah, you,
2: yeah, oh, you it go. is
0: calling you. How do you pick your sweatpants back up? Oh, you can decline that.
1: That's it's just question. me. Yeah, be I'm thinking you can use like the. Do- it just like use the doorknob or something. I think we've
0: <laughs> actually found a new perfect moped rally game. Like <laughs> uh, Edward Forty Hands, can- <laughs> but you have to remove your pants, urinate, and then put your pants back
1: on. <laughs> you gotta get them down, back up with no. No splashes on the pan. I winner, say that's how
0: you- winner gets the moped.
1: <laughs> yeah, or...
0: Yeah, draw or. two tickets. <laughs> Edward, 40
2: hands. You got to bring back a pizza. <laughs> got to bring back a pizza. With your 40s intact or drank. Whole pizza <laughs> or Sick. a slice? No, whole pizza in a box, not touched, ready to be eaten.
1: Something some drunk dude comes back with second degree burns on his forearm <laughs>
0: <laughs> the
2: cheese was hot <laughs> see this is the insurance fucking liability starting to get to you starting to think about yeah, real love- life look at you be an adult <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, good I, thing you're 14 hours, 14 hours away. I think you'd be enough liability for the insurance company, <laughs>
2: Dude, no. I, I, by the time I get there and i so fucking tired, I just, like, sit back and watch. I just, like, pray for the new guy. <laughs> fucking pray for the new guy because I was in those shoes once and I really just love watching the fucking new guy and sitting there talking to, like, Charlie or whoever, like, sitting back and watching the fucking guy do whatever the fuck it is that makes... Like the world kind of sucked, but it's real entertaining.
1: <laughs> Always the underdog.
2: <laughs> I just can't do it anymore. I don't wanna. I don't wanna fucking be the guy. I don't wanna get arrested. I don't wanna end up with like my dick cut off because I had fucking 40s taped to my hands for some reason. Not me.
0: Uh, you were like sending nudes to the group chat like a week ago, dude. Shut up.
2: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I was showing that my dick wasn't cut off yet because I don't have 40s taped to my hand. Fucker.
0: You show your friends your ball? They've seen
2: your balls? No, <laughs> no. It was mostly just the shaft. It was, it's I was the in
0: boys. the They zoomed in at their <laughs> own fault.
2: Dude, yeah, yeah. Uh, the group chat got real bad out of shape because I was in the pool, like, like, oh, I'm swimming. You guys come over, or whatever. And so, like, I was, like, skinny dipping in the pool. So, I, like, took the camera out and I have, you know, a couple beers in, like, no big deal. And it, my camera is kind of fucked up because I dropped my phone a bunch of times. So I, like, shot a picture, and I was like, uh, that's, like, too much. I can't do that one. Like, so I shot another picture. I was like... So I shot four or five pictures. Like, that one looks, like, fairly acceptable. Like, you can't really see much, and I looked at it with, like, at an arm's length, you know? And then I posted it to our group chat, and then I'm getting, like, fucking phone calls. Like, what the fuck, man? This, like, sexual predator shit. Like, you can't fucking do that. Everybody's pissed at you. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Are you having, like, some insecurities? Because... You chose to zoom in on a private group chat to look at my dick, and now you're upset because you're questioning your own sexuality because you made a choice that's questioning, you know, like, whatever the fuck it is. Oh, my God, it was so much shit. I got a few phone calls about that, and I was kind of disappointing. Thomas, blown up the Can't group chat again. Like, uh, all right, so is it just me? Like, have I not seen most of my friends' dicks or whatever? I don't know, man. Oh shit, is that my phone doing that? Oh, it's still calling Jason.
0: Real friends see other friends' uh, <laughs> private parts.
2: <laughs> the point is like who gives a shit? It's all the same, Yeah, you know, like who cares? But
0: anyway, yeah. yeah. I,
2: I, I'll show somebody a picture of my dick. I don't give a fuck. Send me a message. I'll send you one.
0: Oh, um, and we did have that <laughs> rally promo video with your with your balls hanging out of the sign.
2: Yeah. They got deleted from most people's Instagrams. <laughs> if you look at any rally picture that I'm typically in, if you can find like a huge group rally picture and you really zoom in, usually you'll see my dick hanging out. It's kind of a thing.
0: It shouldn't be a thing, <laughs> but sure.
2: Yeah. It's, well, it's nothing to look at. It's not like it's an impressive cock or anything. It's just uh, just a little tiny little pecker or like a thumb, you know, like whatever. But it's it's kind of funny. I don't know. Maybe it ruins it for some people, but whatever, I'm having fun. Fuck everybody else.
0: <laughs> dick jokes are still worth a laugh. F it.
2: You know, I don't laugh at that farts as much as I used to, but a good dick joke, I enjoy. <laughs> well, <laughs>
1: mopeds. <laughs> on that note, on that note. <laughs>
2: well, now at 40, if you fart, you're like, did I shit my pants?
0: Uh. Dangerous, living on the edge. Hey man. <laughs> Shane, dude, thanks for sorry, Shane, <laughs> hanging out for an hour and chatting about the Moped GP. Uh, you want to give anyone a shout out where they can look up information about the race coming up and stuff like that if they want to go?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we got a group on Facebook or an event, I should say, for Moped GP in the Midwest. If you search that, you should be able to find it. Uh, I threw a post up in the general discussion uh, discussion on Moped Army. Um, uh, so you can check it out there. Otherwise, uh, you can hit me up on Facebook or Tom Harmon, if you got any questions and you can go from there and yeah, hopefully see some people, you know, it's not, uh, you don't gotta be out there trying to win, just getting out there on your bike and, and having fun and like being in a non, you know, like no cars, non road environment with a clean track. Like it's just a totally different experience. A lot of fun. I highly encourage everybody to come try it. Sick. Thanks dude. Appreciate it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Dude. thank you. It was a blast. Yeah. Fun. yeah, I'm glad we got to hang out. Catch up. Um hopefully we'll get to see you around a rally or something. We may get one of these races one day and like you know, shake hands, drool over your bikes and stuff.
1: Hell oh, yeah, man. Maybe I'll see you at one of these dirt pet events too. Ooh. Ooh Ooh, got my heart pumping.
2: You'll see his ass get to build. <laughs> sitting on the side of a
1: with a broke down bike. <laughs> Hey, that's where we'll hang out. It'll remind me of like freshman football season. I'll just stand there with my hands in my pants.
0: The reality is, that's where all the Warm. cool kids
1: will be. The Warm. people who actually give a shit are, are still Warm. racing.
0: What, standing there with their hands down yeah. pants. Whoa, whoa. Settle down. Ooh.
1: Ooh. <laughs> no, in the back of the. You thought, back he of thought of the I was dirty. Ooh,
2: that's even yeah, worse. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, cool, dude. Fuck your car. Ride a moped. Fuck right your here.
2: car. Ride a moped. Thanks, Shane. Bye, bro. Love you, buddy. See ya. Thanks, guys. Later, dude.
0: So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? fucking
1: broken
0: again. I'd
2: rather the
0: Shit! Yo, last minute, if you haven't been on Moped Army recently, go there, check it out, MopedArmy.com, and you should uh, check it out, because if you are in a current Moped Army branch, branch reviews are still going down, I believe, on Moped Army, and if you are a new club and would like to apply to become a Moped Army branch... Can you still apply right now? You can apply. There's shit going down. Uh, Let's see here... Open call for branch retirements are going on currently. In September is new branch admission close, so you have through the end of September to apply for Muppet Army if you would like to apply. And yeah, we can go from there. All the rules and stuff that's on Muppet Army, you can check it out. Uh, Just think, you could be an official. Yeah, it's been a weird season. It's been a weird year. Uh, shout out to do we have a heads, list? The Goatheads. For their rally this weekend, I'm bummed they couldn't make it, but you know I hope it was a blast. You know, I hope you guys had a good time. Do we with... have a list of any like uh,
2: upcoming uh, moped club prospects yet? Or no, that's been really posted. Uh,
0: I think I have not been on
2: MA. The only reason I'm asking. I don't
0: know. I know I think Black Black's got a little hang around going on up in Baltimore. Shatz was talking about it the other day, so that's kind of. I heard the
2: Mug Squad's making some moves too, which yeah, is good. Smog
0: got a new prospect. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, I think there's, maybe two new prospects. There are a few more rallies on the calendar already for the year. So, you know, check out Moped Army, look at the calendar. There's a couple of things going on. Uh, Crypt Keepers are later this month. Um, what else we got going on? Moped GP, you know, got another East Coast race into this month. Mosquito Fleet is throwing a rally in August. And yeah, I think they're also like doing a uh, pushing the. So I'm not Um, crazy, like, seeing uh, something about Moped
2: GP East. What about? Is there, like, a Moped GP East as well?
0: Well, there there was already, like, a Moped race out east that they were doing in Boston. And now they, like, kind of branded all of the Moped racing track stuff as, like, Moped GP.
2: Yeah, but I thought I was i was looking shit up the other day. I was like, when is the Moped GP East? Like, what is They up just with that? had one recently. Because I heard mention of it somewhere, and I was like, well, fuck, I need to look that up. If it's on the East, like it might be easier for me to get to it. I can go attend. Well, right here. Moped GP
0: East, Lafayette, New York, September 25th through 26th. 20, End of the month. Ooh. New York. Not that far. Not definitely that far. Close, definitely closer than Iowa.
2: But I'm going to Pennsylvania on the 29th. And then next, on the 17th, I'm out of town, too. Also in the mountains. Hopefully picking up my bu- my new puppy.
0: Ooh, hell yeah. Congratulations. We're all going to Virginia Beach uh, sometime this month. The 24th through 25th. So I'm not going to be making it to my paid oh, Fuck them. Pre- it's pre- not going to pre- be that good anyway. Engaged. But yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, if you have a guest that you think should be on the show or a topic we should get into... You can always email us at mopedmoneypodcast at gmail.com. If
2: you need to text dick pics, send them to 804-638-9533.
0: Make sure it's small enough that we would have to zoom in to see the dick pic. Please. Um, You know, that way the dick pic part is optional. Or if you could just verbally describe it (laughs) in a really long
2: message, because it comes through in text as well before we get it in a real voicemail. And so it's kind of clever and real funny to try and like decode Exactly what the fuck the voicemail is. That's
0: why. And also, <laughs> I, got some new Moped Jeep, I got some new Moped podcast stickers on deck. So if you purchase something from MopedMonday.com, I will throw in one of these new stickers. And I don't know. Hopefully, I'm I'll still I'll attest. Waiting.
2: They're really legit. They're, they're nice quality. They're pretty they, drippy. They're not super shiny. They're pretty drippy. And it's the right size. Yeah. Not too big. Perfect not for your helmet. Perfect for your car. Great for a fender.
0: And I'm trying to, I'm still waiting. Uh, I got still have an artist doing a uh, shirt design for us, so I'm waiting for that to get done. Because, like, I'm okay with doing stuff, but she's, like, awesome. So we're going to have something really fun coming up soon.
2: I'd also say if you, if you want only a sticker, it's worth it, because if you have your favorite coffee mug that you already like and with a shitty fucking logo over it, that
0: sticker is legit for a coffee mug. Also, I, I wasn't talking about it because I have like some coffee shit going down. Um, my job, we make coffee mugs. And we're actually... <gasps> do Got this new, like my boss has this new site that's like, I can't remember the name of it. It's like discountmug or discountmug.com or samedaymug.com, some shit like that. And it's like a mug site where you can do all the things. So I am kind of want to be like, yo, any club wants to do mugs... I can probably get, like, a good discount for, like, some rally swag or, like, something where, like, okay, cool. Like, I don't know. I, it it
2: It's probably my favorite place to put moped rally stickers is on my favorite cups and coffee mugs. Because then I get to enjoy them more when I'm having... A glass of milk, some tea, some coffee in the morning.
0: Oh man, some fucking crumpets? Yeah. Fucking-
2: well, no, I'm just saying when, I, when, <laughs> no, when I'm not fucking comfort, like, when guys. I'm not leveling out with Paps Blue Ribbon or like uh, what I would call really good whiskey, but is actually cheap whiskey, I'm drinking other things. And I like those other things to be in a glass, peppered up with my favorite moped swag logo type shit. So oh. just an idea. Yeah. Catch me on Pinterest.
1: <laughs> All right, cool. I'm out of here. <laughs> Bye. Bye.